Hi friends, it's Sunny. And this week we're going to re-air an amazing podcast that we had with Shelby for Cherry Conversations. And Shelby Cox and Casey and I talked about spiritual warfare and how it's real and we can face it on a monthly, a weekly, even a daily basis. And we talked about how to fight spiritual warfare after we've acknowledged and learned that we may be experiencing it. I thought it was worth a re-air. So enjoy this Cherry Conversation. Welcome to Cherry Conversations, where we all overcome our uncertainties one conversation at a time. Each week we are joined by author, pastor, and speaker, Sunny Hennessy, and a special guest. And this week our guest is our friend, Shelby Cox. Shelby is a wife and a mom. She is married to a guy that may rival her for great hair. Some of you you know him as the kids pastor, Pastor Dallas Cox. And she's also the mom of twins, Riley and Logan and big sister, Kennedy. But something that a lot of you do know about Shelby is she's one of our super amazing worship leaders. And what I love about Shelby is she doesn't just lead worship. She really pastors our church Mm -hmm. in worship. And Mm so we have her here today because we're going to be talking about worship, but we're going to be talking about it in the context of spiritual warfare, which Mm -hmm. we have talked about that a couple (laughs) times. Well, it's come up in conversations Mm -hmm. that we've had. It's never necessarily been the topic. Right. Um, Because to have a cheery conversation (laughs) about spiritual warfare is an oxymoron. Like, yes. It's, che- it's not cheery. It's not cheery, no, but it's real. But it's real. And we don't want to shy away from yeah. some of these topics that I think maybe some people don't know a lot about it or mm-hmm. what that means when we talk about mm-hmm. spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. And so we want to talk about it, how to combat it. And one way that we've talked about spiritual warfare and changing the atmosphere in our homes and in our hearts is through worship music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today. And so I want to ask you, Shelby, when did you realize that worship was a really big part of of one, your life, about changing how you feel and how you connect to God? Well, I think um, when I kind of dug into why why we worship mm. is when it really kind of hit. Because, I mean, I was raised in a Christian home, and I was raised with my parents, you know, were always in ministry. My dad's a worship pastor. Mm. And so it was kind of always a part of life. Now, granted, we didn't always have worship music playing in our home, but it was all, it was like what surrounded our every life, church, worship, that was what we did. Mm. Um, And we did it as a family. And so I grew up in that, but I don't think I ever really understood it and why we did it. Because like many people, I was just like, oh, worship, is this type of music Hmm. and it's actually not Mm -hmm. i mean music is a vehicle of worship and helps to create an atmosphere of worship but it's not actually worship itself and so when i kind of dug into well what is worship and why do we worship well worship is a form of obedience but it's also a way that we can give to god and give to God our hurts, give to God our struggles, give to God our fears. That is a big one for me. And then when you bring up spiritual warfare, I think that brings a lot of fear. Mm -hmm. And so worship is important in that time, I think because we need to give it to God and allow Him to kind of come in and handle Mm -hmm. that battle that's happening. There was a term we used to use back in the day (laughs) called praise and worship. Remember that? Right, yeah. We don't really, say praise and worship anymore. We just say worship, right? But praise and worship, I think, was this way of 
defining, okay, right now we're like cheery and excited and happy and we're thankful. Mm -hmm. And then worship is this time where it's reverent Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. quiet. There's some value in differentiating that and knowing that all of that is worship, that there's times when you sing a song and it's you're grateful or you're in your home and you find yourself grateful that's still worship to God. But then the other is the lamenting mm-hmm. is the I'm struggling. I'm, I'm not doing well. Well, is that worship when I'm like complaining to God, when right, I'm like sure. questioning mm-hmm. things? Yes. Anything where you bring it, worship is really bringing something to the, the altar or, right, yeah. you know, if mm-hmm. that seems like what, like right. back in the old Testament, there was an altar and there was a presence of God there. Now the presence of God can be anywhere we are, but mm-hmm. to bring it at his feet or mm-hmm. to him and to lay down our needs, our wants, our desires, and also our gratefulness. That's all like coming to the altar. When people hear that, the Mm -hmm. altar of worship, the Mm -hmm. altar of praise, it's just laying it as feet and going good, bad, ugly. Mm -hmm. This is yours Mm -hmm. and I need you, I need your help. And letting God's power shine through that situation. Yeah, yeah. Acknowledging that his power is greater and- Right. Yeah. It almost puts us in a different level and it and it's for us really. I mean, I know God it says he desires. He wants the praises of his people. He wants the worship of his mm-hmm. people. But really, I know it's for me because it when I worship, whether that's with music and it's at a church, it's in my home, it's in my car, whenever I do the act of worship, whenever I do the act of asking or thinking, it puts me in the layer Mm -hmm. of where I should be. Mm -hmm. It puts me right here and then there's God right here because sometimes I flip that around and worship like puts me in the right level of my importance in life and to Him. Yeah, well that's so good. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's just backtrack just a little bit. Um, For our listeners and viewers who are maybe watching this and haven't grown up in church or around the verbiage spiritual warfare, like explain when we say that and we brought that up in different conversations, what does that mean and what does that look like or Mm -hmm. feel like? Mm -hmm. So the scripture, uh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, flesh and blood. So when we are at Target and the person is rude to us it feels like that jerk and we can walk out mad about how they treated us. But even then we're not wrestling against that human. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're wrestling against the dark presence. And the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but rulers, principalities, the darkness. And it talks about the air. So it's this atmosphere that is not contained in a body, uh, but is just, the enemy is fighting, but here's the great thing. It's warfare because it's not, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but, uh, darkness only. No, there is a wrestling that's going on on our behalf. And the warfare is there's good and there's evil. There's only two, there's only two options. You're either, you're either in light or you're in darkness. Well, they're already at war in the heavenlies, in the spiritual realm, the unseen realm. And then at times when there's a crack, Satan will hit, not Satan because he can't be everywhere at once, but his demons, his minions mm-hmm. will, will use the mouth of people. And that's not the mouth of good godly people unless there's a crack. And I think mm-hmm. that's the thing we have to remember. I can be used as a tool of the enemy in your life. If I have a crack to, I gossip, we gossip about Shelby and then I see her and I roll my eyes. I just, gossip is like witchcraft. I was just Mm -hmm. used by the enemy to then 
steal your joy to to hurt you you because I roll my eyes but I've had this crack of ongoing negative gossip conversation about you so now the enemy has used it mm-hmm. that's spiritual warfare that's what it means we're not wrestling against one another mm-hmm. he is wanting to divide and he's wanting to kill and still and destroy mm-hmm. that's so good and i think sometimes if people are new to like this conversation it it can seem like spooky spiritual right. or like right. very very spiritual but right. you know we're talking about it because we can say we've experienced mm-hmm. it and Shelby and I had this conversation a little earlier about about teary conversations. What I love about this show is that we're not sharing opinion. Right. We're sharing stories. And our guests that we have are here because we're sharing stories and testimonies and things that have happened so that mm-hmm. we can then impact others. And so when we're talking about spiritual warfare, that can sound like a, like a story or a, a cre- Like a ghost story. A ghost story. And you reject it or you love it, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. We're here to say, like, we're talking about it because we've experienced it in our lives and our families' lives. And so that's why we're talking about it. And like, how how to combat that. Right. And so worship music is is one way to do that. And and Sunny, you've talked a lot about several times having that in your home. Mm-hmm. Just playing and I love how you talk about it. it's not like, okay, everyone sit down and listen to this song. You just have it playing in the yes. background. So in case people haven't heard you talk about that, talk about that and what it's done in your home. Well, it's interesting. I came home from out of town a couple days ago and the music was off. And probably because sometimes Aubrey switches it over to her phone because it can do Bluetooth speaker. And then we've got some rooms in our house connected to that. And I I, I don't know that I noticed it was off. That's the thing about when it's playing in the atmosphere. I sensed more this "Eh," in my home than I went, oh, the music's not playing. So that's interesting for one. Mm -hmm. And then that first night I was home Sean wasn't home and I didn't sleep like like I felt like every few minutes I would open my eyes and look towards the door because I felt this presence and I mean we feel pretty protected and confident in our home you know but I found out uh the day after that there have been some kids that come over and their favorite movie is horror movies well we don't our line is we don't even watch commercials. Mm-hmm. We'll mute it. We'll sing Mary. I mean, this sounds silly. We'll sing Mary have had a little lamb at the top of our lungs when there's a commercial, a trailer, because you know, October is yeah, the month the where yeah. <clears throat> there's just all of the, they just let loose on all of this Halloween junk. Mm-hmm. So for our kids whole life, and even Sean and I, it'll just be us in a room watching. And if there's horror, we'll go shut your eyes and we'll pop, we'll mute it. We'll try to fast forward. Like we don't want that because mm-hmm. that going into our eyes is a crack in our home. Right. And the fact it's like not muted in our home. It Here's the thing there. If, if you could think of it like this, there are like these portals. There are these literal cracks that you can have in your life. You can have in your home. If you hang out with someone who is super into serial killer books and horror movies, and then they come into your house and have dinner with you or your kids have them over, there is a great chance that 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 demon, that Mm -hmm. spirit will be, Satan wants to stay. He's looking like, how do I get in that home? How do I get on that property? So when I was told, oh yeah, one of the friends, their favorite movie is horror movie. I'm like, have that, has that been watched in our house? Yeah. 
I, I mean, I wanted to choke every child that's my own and every child that's coming to my, because I went, that's it. For months, I've been feeling this weirdness in my house, but not like demonic or scary. Just this like, ugh, why, why is my home not feeling like it felt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I know. Yeah. And then to feel that presence, which the enemy, he, he sends demons who they know when we're we're alone. So like I already had, Sean's not laying here, that insecurity of I'm home alone. I already had that, which mm-hmm. that just made it easier for me to just feel like, okay, did I hear something? And then I kept looking and, and I kept, I stayed awake. So Aubrey and I prayed just as we we're driving into our garage. Once I knew this information yesterday, prayed, God, by the blood of Jesus, mm-hmm. like, you know, that this is this is our home and all of this prayed all of the the prayers and went in the house and realized the music's not on why did i not notice the music's not on now it's not enough just that's not gonna be it so i turned the music on we prayed over our house i slept like a baby last night yeah. felt nothing and even when i woke up this morning i'm like oh my sweet house and my sweet coffee and i've not felt that in months there were horror movies being watched in the basement that sean and i weren't even aware of yeah. and isaiah's been struggling mm-hmm. in the spiritual realm now I know yeah. it's his friend yeah. and and I'm telling you now mom's gonna be the enemy I'm sure until there's this aha moment mm-hmm. but I will we will control the atmosphere yeah. of our home there will not be this friend over unless they would like to come to pocket church I thought that's gonna be the test if they would like to join us for pocket church and I'm telling you that's not for a teenager and a teenage parent that's not going to be the thing that they like to hear. If they'd like to be at Pocket Church, and if when they're over, they'd like to hang with Sean and Sunny, then they're welcome (laughs) in our home. (laughs) And and there is no welcoming in our home of horror movies. Or there are shows that have been on regular TV that Sean and I were like, we can't have this going into our eyes. And it's not horror. It just, there's, okay, life and living water mm-hmm. comes out of you when you put that in. Mm-hmm. And when you put funk and junk in, that's what comes out. And I, mm-hmm. I don't understand why we can't just be black and white yeah. on that and understand what I'm putting in will come out and will right. be in my home and in my children and in my legacy. And what I put in good will come out, right. period. Yeah. There, there's no gray area in yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just totally hijacked Cherry Conversations to go there. But that was that's so crazy yeah. that that happened in my home the last two days. And we just happen to have yes. this on the calendar. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's awesome. And when you talked about you might be the the bad guy in the home, mm-hmm. but we talk a lot about get your house in order. Like yes. it has been months yes. that we talked about that. And so it's important as parents, like we're in charge yes. of we're in charge of setting the temperature of mm-hmm. our homes. Yep. And so sometimes we have to be the bad guy because sometimes our our teens and our kids don't know yet what isn't good for them. Right. What are some things you do to kind of I mean, obviously worship music, but are there other things mm-hmm. you do to sort of set that temperature or or get, keep your house in order when it comes to spiritual warfare? Uh, well, we definitely, I mean, we we have a, I mean, we have younger kids. We don't have teenagers, so. So, you know, this might be, because you know, when you're a teen, yeah, anyways. But you're uh, setting the stage. We have, yeah. Yeah. We have a, a bedtime routine, and part of that bedtime routine is praying with our kids, talking, you know, about, you know, we allow them time to like, especially Kennedy, cause she's 10 now. And so she'll bring up 
like today this happened at school. Mm. Well, before school was shut down, but like <laughs> today this happened at school and blah 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 blah. And we'll have a chance to talk about that in front of the the twins too. I mean, because it's good information for them to hear. Like, how do I deal with this? How do I deal with these kids that are not Jesus people that are trying to pressure me into doing this and this and this? Mm. You know, have a chance to pray with them, and we have a chance for them to ask us questions, mm. and we tell them like, don't ever be afraid to ask us questions. Even if you feel like it's something that you could get in trouble with, if you come to us and ask us about it first, then you know it's it's mm. good conversation. So good. So we we have that time in every day, every night with them. So that yeah. I love it. And you know, you obviously give yourself time for that. You're not like get the kids to bed within three minutes because our show's starting. Yeah. Right. And we're just gonna Jesus be with them tonight. Let them sleep while I'm in. Like, that's the thing. Like, that amount of prayer is about as much covering and protection as they're going to have. I love right. that, obviously, you give them time. Well, and you give yourself time, time yes. too, because when we come home, like, some people say, like, have it at the dinner table, blah, blah, blah. Well, my kids don't want to, they don't want to talk at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. They, wanna they don't want to talk about that at the dinner <laughs> yeah. table. You know what I mean? And when we come home, it's kind of like, sometimes I feel like I walk into chaos. Mm. So like even last night I walked in and, and, you know, I finished doing what I normally do, clean up the house. And, uh, then I start dinner. And usually by the time I start dinner, I'm like, Dallas, you need to come home right now because I'm going to lose my mind because I can't get dinner done. And this child wants this. And this child's asking for this. And this one's upstairs doing this. And I just, I just put on worship music Mm. and it was super peaceful. Mm. None of the kids were doing anything crazy like mm. it was just calm and peaceful and he walked in and I was like everything's okay mm. it's all right we're good <laughs> no big deal but that like it's amazing to think like mm. the the shift in the atmosphere yeah. that that, that mm-hmm. simple thing creates because yeah and it was I mean it was our worship CD which is amazing our newest but, one woo yeah which is yeah it's great and I maybe I think the the so I'll ask you this question why why is worship music so powerful? Is it because it doesn't have swear words in it? Is it because mm. there's not a lot of drums? Um, <laughs> well, there are drums, but you know what I'm saying. Right, is right. it because it's a different style? Or is it because of, well, I know that when I'm feeling like there's spiritual warfare or something in my house, I will verbally just say the word Jesus mm-hmm. because there's power in yes, that. So right. why is there so much power in worship music? Well... I think because, uh, well, music in itself is is an emotionally driven, like, yes. they've done studies on, like, even just instrumentally, music alone kind of drives this emotional feeling and all that. There are a lot of times when I, when I can't pinpoint what's happening or when I can't pinpoint what exactly I need to pray about or say out loud mm. or, and so when I put on worship music through that and through the words that some someone else's experience yeah. um, and they've written it down in this sequence that makes sense to me and mm. gets in my spirit, then I'm able to like, it kind of brings up like this, okay, now I know I need to pray about this. Now I know, yes, mm. that is exactly how I'm feeling, what these words are saying right now. Mm. And so... That for me is why it is That's important so in my life and in my in our house. And and because there's so many different styles of people and minds mm-hmm. That for you is what you get from it. Is right. that's how I would say it. Yeah. Then there's people who are songwriters. Right. Like Brian Russo writes songs. So right. So he's actually saying this stuff 
and he's pouring out probably what he couldn't say, but he can say right. in a song. Mm-hmm. And then for those of us who, I use my words all the time. I'm an external processor, and so I probably wear people out with my words. <laughs> so for me, what worship does is it settles my brain down, mm-hmm. and it makes me quit letting the words come out right. or scramble in my head. It like and refocuses. It, it you. refocuses mm-hmm. me. And and all music, like you said, there's been studies done. All music has a spirit, mm-hmm. and it's the spirit of the studio in which it was recorded. There's yeah. a spirit of the the people who wrote it. Uh, Sean could rattle this off. Uh, someone, one of the great rock bands, uh, they would do seances before they'd record each song. The Beatles. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's the Beatles. Sorry, Beatles. Are they still alive? Any of them? I don't know. It was one of the rock bands, and I'm sure that that was not just them because no. you know there were studies and and I remember when it was like backmasking. If you play backwards, yeah. it says worship Satan, and yeah. and you know we that was an era was where it was like parents were saying you've got to be careful what your kids listen to. Right. But there's also been studies that like the Columbine thing came mm-hmm. from the shooters. Yeah. loved this kind of music or these people committed suicide and these were the lyrics of the song they had been listening to that they wrote in their suicide note. Mm-hmm. And and what Satan does, this is what he's so good at, stinking Satan, mm-hmm. is that he he makes us all go, that's not true. Oh, yeah. That's not true. Yeah. There is a spirit behind every song, mm-hmm. good or bad. And and it's good or evil. Again, black or white. This song is good or this song is evil. And you go, well, what about Jack Johnson? <laughs> like, what about, didn't he do Curious George show? Like, what about his music? And and I'd say there are people who they sing, worship, or not worship music, but you have heard. Like, I heard they're a believer and you know, their music sounds really good. Danny Goki, before he went back to worship, mm-hmm. he'd just play regular music. And there were a few others. You could tell that, oh, that doesn't give me like a uh, anxiety because mm-hmm. there is a spirit behind all music. Right. So you're pretty safe and blessed when it's worship that yeah. you're after. Right. That's so good. Um, I met Danny Goki. <laughs> I brought him up because of you. She's a Dan. You, did you know he just sang like on a prayer and worship thing in no, DC? No, I didn't. Yep, he led worship. Oh my so gosh. So I have to go back and watch. I mean, I'm a fan. <laughs> um, that's so good. And so I just think it's so good as a reminder I mean, because, like, let's be honest, our teenage kids are at, at a point will be like, I'm not going to just listen to Christian music all the time. But we still are the parent, and we mm-hmm. still need to help them understand the why. We're guiding them. Yeah, yes. we're guiding them. And they'll make their choices. I believe that when, as parents, we're guiding them and, and really not just this is the rule, mm-hmm. but here's the why. They know when things are in their ear and, and not good. Yes. God, is, God is speaking to them too. Yeah. And praying for our kids. Yeah. I'm going to a new level and a depth of praying for my kids mm-hmm. because I could always handle my kids. Yeah. I could handle the, we don't do this, we do yeah. this. Well, now when their spirits are kind of on their own, they can make more of their own decisions yeah. and they are teenagers headed out the door. I'm not going to be the parent that says, well, when you're 18, you can live how you want, but until now. And so they're just yeah. putting in their time for the next two years and then yeah. they're going to go live like hell. I would rather walk through it. Like you said, they are our kids and I can pray for them. I'm praying that this, there's a breaking in both my kids mm-hmm. from even liking crappy music. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's my goal. I swear a little. That's, I swear a little. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's leave with this. So let's kind of like wrap it back around so we can help maybe listeners who maybe um, haven't totally been into the worship music scene. So they're like, well, I don't even know what to listen to. What are you listening to right now, Shelby? 
Nothing else by Life Church. <laughs> yes, it's so good. I'm not just saying that. No, it really it is. Really it is. really is. It's our best. And um, it, yeah. So many great songs yeah. on that mm-hmm. album. I, I listen to that one frequently. I also listen to um, Hillsong's newest album. I think it's called Awake. I just know that song is on there. Mm. Yeah. It's got all the colors, the rainbow yes. colors. Oh, that's really a little good. old. She's just catching up. Is that really old? Yep. yep. I wore I that thing just, out a couple years ago. I'm pretty sure. Well, that last just came year? out like well, 2019. Yeah, maybe Okay, that, yeah. I wore it out immediately. Yeah. Okay. Um, always listen. I always have Elevation. They're good. Yeah. I mean, that's where we pick a lot of our yeah. songs. That's where she picks a lot of her songs. <laughs> I do. <laughs> She's a big part of that. Do you have a go-to song for like, man, I'm feeling like, uh, what's my go-to song? What's your go-to song? Um, and I'm sure it changes. I don't. It does. It does. It depends on the mood. It depends on what I'm fighting, what I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's something from Maverick City because I need mm-hmm. a little bit of that, Love that, that like, mm, pit, you know, like deep, but like, gospel-y hmm. sounding mm-hmm. uh, yeah. music. You know what I mean? Like, if you haven't heard them, they're they're pretty great. So good. Um, and then sometimes I need something that's a little more, like, um, interest. am I saying this Introspective. right? Introspective. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I need something that's a little, like, I need a, a pick-me-up because yeah. I'm feeling really down right now. Yeah. And, you know, so it depends. Mm. It depends on, it. on... Do you have a go-to? A song? Or just like... Whenever Hillsong comes out, I wear it out. They're They're my favorite. They really are. Bethel, certain ones, Elevation. I usually wear their album out. I feel like I wear albums out. Now I'm wearing ours out. And the problem is when you wear them out, literally you just, they they become white noise because I've listened for so many months yeah. that I need something new that I, shocks me into like the words. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, I love all of those as well. And my go-to always changes. And so right now my go-to is It Is So Elevation. Mm-hmm. Just the words of that song mm-hmm. are, are so good and just so full of authority mm-hmm. in that what God says happens mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we can be yeah. confident mm-hmm. I definitely love it when a song gives you the opportunity to like claims over mm-hmm. you know claim yes. God's glory and God's victory over something that's going on like one of those like I love songs that are like let me slap the devil in the face well she you know what I mean like I get, excited, yeah. I get excited about those I'm like stomp on the devil's head I love it <laughs> that's so great well thank you for sharing thank you for letting us kind of share a lot. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much, Shelby, for just sharing your heart. And also thank you for sharing uh, a clear gift of yes, that you worship have, yeah. uh, you. with our church and with everyone who gets an opportunity to see it. We are so glad you're a part of our life and Cherry Conversations. If you'd like to connect with me personally, you can go to SunnyHennessy.com and maybe you have an idea for a show, a subject. I loved this subject. So go to SunnyHennessy.com. And we'll see you next week at the same time for another Cherry Conversation. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cheery Conversations. You can be a part of the conversation. Leave us a one-minute voicemail at the link found in the show notes and send us your thoughts. You might hear your voice on a future episode. You can also connect with Sunny and her guests by going to SunnyHennessy.com. If this episode helped you in any way, please let us know and then share it with your friends, family, neighbors, and whoever. Word of mouth is the best way for people to find out about this podcast. It would also be really helpful if you leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. See you next week.